Chapter 18 and 19 Shri Sai Satcharita In chapter 18 and 19 of the Shri Sai Satcharita the main story is of Sathe Radha Bai Deshmukh and Dabulkar and it is beautifully described and the guru's grace is explained this is an apt example of guru dakshina then the leela of baba climbing atop the roof of radha krishna mai's home and curing her illness is described baba encouraged the devotees to read and study various spiritual texts so that they could benefit from them both spiritually and mentally and finally baba takes a devotee to task for criticizing and slandering another devotee who was absent and setting him on the right path thus it is also a warning for all of us to refrain from this kind of slander i will now narrate the story of dabulkar and radha bai deshmukh then talk about how baba conducted brahma or rishi yagna daily by making the devotees read spiritual texts aloud and finally baba's unique way of curing radha krishna mai of her illness dakshina of nishta and saburi the moment sati saw baba he became calm then he did a sapta of the guru charita that night he dreamt of baba who explained the portion he was reading then baba told him to do another sapta because reading the guru charita the mind becomes pure peaceful spiritual and full of vairagya dabulkar heard this and thought sate is blessed by doing just a sapta while i have been reading it for 40 years without being blessed as soon as this thought crossed his mind baba asked him to go to shama's home and bring rupees 15 as dakshina from him and chat with him shama told him the story of radha bai deshmukh an elderly lady determined to obtain guru mantra from baba or to fast until death shama was concerned and asked baba to call her and tell her something the story of radha bai deshmukh heeding shama's advice baba spoke to her mother i stayed with my loving divine guru for 12 years serving him from morning to night my guru was the only thought and the only sadhana that i had he asked me to give him two paisa as dakshina this was nishta and saburi these i willingly gave he looked after all my needs when he did not whisper any mantra in my ear how can i give you any mantra my guru was like a mother tortoise who though on the opposite bank nurtures and gives sustenance to her young ones just by glancing lovingly at them so think day and night only of me and me alone and your spiritual goal will be achieved then shama and dabulkar went for the aarti and baba blessed dabulkar saying 
Forever keep the story in your heart and soul and your mental state will be as sweet as this candy. Your spiritual goal will be achieved and you will be blessed a million times. In this Leela, Guru Dakshina is given by Sate in the form of Parayan of the Guru Charitra. Baba blesses him with the dream vision wherein Baba explains the chapter to him. Shama gives Baba 15 namaskars in lieu to 15 rupees. Baba blesses him by making him his spokesman. Dabulkar gives Guru Dakshina of Nishta and Saburi from the story. Baba blesses him with sugar candy and showering him with total Guru Bhakti. Purandare pines for Baba's darshan. Once Purandare decided to accompany his family to his hometown, suddenly he had an irresistible urge to go to Shirdi. So he made all arrangements for the family and proceeded to Shirdi. Purandare got off at Kopargaon and the Tongawala Hassan informed him that both Baba and Radha Krishnamai were very, very ill. It was about 9 am in the morning when he reached Shirdi. He went straight to the Dwarkamai. Baba was surrounded by many devotees as everyone was concerned about his health. Purandare went into the Sanctum Sanctorum. Baba said, Bhau, you have come at last. For the past three or four days, I have been waiting for your arrival. Now don't leave me and go, but go to Ramkrishni and stay there. Purandare was filled with anguish for Baba, who had stopped eating, but there was no change in his daily routine. He went for bhiksha rounds and to Lendibag with the help of three or four devotees. Purandare was extremely saddened by the condition of Baba's health. He had lost weight and was very weak. One day, Purandare started sobbing. Baba, I will carry you when you go to Lendibag and for Bhiksha. Baba pacified him, saying, Don't cry, I will be all right in four days. Allah Mia has given me this illness and it has to be borne by me. Go, don't cry. Why should you cry? Some days are good, while other days are not. Why should you fear? Purandare is concerned about Maya's illness. Then Purandare asked Baba for medicines to be given to Maya. Baba told him that she would recover in two days. The next day, early in the morning, Purandare came running to Baba and told him, Mai is just not getting up. She is groggy and weak. Her condition is deteriorating. Give me some medicines for her. I will not leave until you do so. Then Baba gave him some remedy and explained how to prepare it and how to administer it. Baba cures Radha Krishnamai and how? That afternoon, Baba got a ladder placed it against the wall of Gondkar's house and climbed it. He crossed the roof of Mai's home 
and wanted to descend on the other side, that is, Narayan Teli's home. This was a miracle in itself. Baba was so weak that he needed two or three people to help him walk or to be seated. Yet he got atop of the roof without anybody's aid. By then all the devotees had gathered below to see this. Tatya Patil was amongst them. Baba called out to him and asked him to help him get down. Tatya asked what he would give in return for this. Baba replied, 10 rupees. I climbed up here because I panicked. I felt that a whole lot of people were threatening to beat me. After this episode, Radha Krishnamai recovered. The person who brought the ladder was Venko Shimpi Kamblekar, and Baba gave him two rupees. The other devotees objected, saying that Baba had paid too much. Baba told them that any work that was done should be paid for promptly and adequately. Kamblekar had no children, but after he received the money, he prospered and got two sons. This is taken from Shirdi Sai Baba, written by K. B. Kavankar. From the Leela of Radha Bhai Deshmukh, we learn that we can give Baba Guru Dakshina by reading his Charita and trying to incorporate it into our lives by living his teachings. Baba taught to get knowledge that is realization of the Self, dhyana, meditation is necessary. If you practice it continuously, the viraktis, that is thoughts, will be pacified. Being quite desireless, you should meditate on the Lord who is in all creatures, and when the mind is concentrated, the goal will be achieved. Meditate always on my formless nature, which is knowledge incarnate, consciousness and bliss. If you cannot do this, meditate on me from top to toe as you see me here day and night. As you go on doing this, your viraktis will be one-pointed and the distinction between the dhyata, meditator, dhyana, act of meditation, deha, thing meditated upon will be lost and the meditator will be one with the consciousness and be merged in the Brahman. The mother tortoise is on one bank of the river and her young ones are on the other side. She neither gives milk nor warmth to them. The mere glance gives them nutrition. The young ones do nothing but remember and meditate upon their mother. The tortoise glance to the young ones is a downpour of nectar, the only source of sustenance and happiness. Similar is the relation between the Guru and the disciple. This is taken from the life of Sai Baba written by Narsan Swamiji. Baba conducted Brahma Yagna or Rishi Yagna every day in Shirdi. Baba gave a lot of importance to reading aloud. In Shirdi, 
Each and every day, certain devotees read the scripture and religious texts at different times of the day. Baba asked Job to read the Jnaneshwari, a commentary on the Bhagavad Gita written by Saint Jnaneshwar. Job read one chapter of the Jnaneshwari in the morning. Every morning, Job and his wife would get up, go to the Dwarkamai and give Baba his breakfast. After Baba had breakfast, Job would return to his room and read the chapter for the day. Baba often sent a devotee to go to him on some pretext and the devotee would get the answer of his doubt from the chapter that Job was reading. This is a short Leela of Pansare. A devotee named Pansare visited Shirdi. He and Job became friends. Then Job asked Pansare to sit and listen to him while he read the Jnaneshwari. But Pansare didn't pay any attention to his advice. Instead, he would go and sit in the Dwarkamai. One day, Baba sternly said, You don't listen to the Jnaneshwari being read by Job, nor do you read it yourself. And as soon as you get up, you come here. Now go and sit with Job. Pansare had no other choice but to obey Baba. Dikshit read the Bhavartha Ramayan every night without fail and Bhate, Khaparde, Bhishma, Upasani and numerous other devotees would listen to him. In the evening, Bhishma and Upasani would read the Panchdasi, that is the philosophy of the Vedanta and Dasabodh. This is a sacred text written by Ramdas Swami. If for some reason Kapardev failed to attend the reading, Baba did not approve of it. In Kapardev's diary, he states, In the evening, they held classes on reading of the Para Amrit. Then Upasani would have discussions and discourses on the portion that was read. Dikshit read the Eknath Bhagavat that Baba loved during the day and the Bhavartha Ramayan at night without fail. Baba often gave one person's book to another person. Thus, the spiritual text was tailor-made for the spiritual progression of that devotee. These are the books that the devotees read. Guru Charitra, Sate, Dabulkar, and Kushabhav, Eknath Bhagwat, Shamdas Uddhavesh Bua, Bapusaib Jog, Mai, and Dikshit, Nyaneshwari, Jog, Dasabodh, and Yoga Vashisht by Kapade, Upasani, Jog, and Ramaruti. Baba loved and respected all spiritual texts. When Kapade came to Shirdi with a copy of the Gita Rasya written by Lokmanya Tilak and placed it at Baba's feet, Baba objected and said that this spiritual text should be placed on the head and not at my feet. My Shala 
Baba asked numerous devotees to go and read religious texts daily. Some devotees were advised to read the Bhagavad Gita and someone else to read the Jnaneshwari. Every day there was regular reading of the Bhavartha Ramayan, Dasabodh, Tukaram's Gata and other spiritual texts. However, Baba laid special emphasis on Eknath Bhagavat. The text was Baba's favourite and he lovingly called it the Vrindavan Poti. Baba wanted that the devotee who was reading Eknath Bhagavat to study it, understand it and meditate on it. Thus the devotee could ultimately inculcate its doctrine in his life by following its tenets. In Mayashala, all these texts were read, studied on a regular basis. As Mai considered Eknath Maharaj as a guru, his Bhavarth was read there every single day and following the reading, discourses were held. Mai never failed to ask the devotees to adopt the teachings in their daily lives. It is interesting to note that not only human beings benefited by listening to the scriptures, even creatures and animals reap its benefits, like the scorpion on Dabulkar's shoulder, reference Sai Satcharita chapter 22, and a frog, and the dogs and cats of Shirdi. The leelas given here are such incredible leelas. Ramchandra A. Deshmukh was a resident of Shirdi, but he didn't believe in Baba. Once his daughter fell ill and had a relentlessly high fever and was admitted in Gondkar Hospital. Her blood and urine tests confirmed the diagnosis of typhoid. She was administered the appropriate antibiotics and the best possible care was given to her. However, Deshmukh was displeased as the recovery was slow and she had to remain in the hospital for 45 days. His wife was ardently devoted to Baba. She gave the child Udi mixed in water and the child regained her health. This was the turning point in Deshmukh's life and he became a devotee. The very next day, Deshmukh bought a Marathi Charita and started doing Parayan. The moment he started reading it, a big frog appeared and sat in front of him. Every day the frog appeared just as he started reading and listened intently to him as he read the chapters assigned for the day. Upon completion of the chapters, the frog would scamper away. On the seventh day, Deshmukh completed the Parayan and the frog listened to it. Then the frog disappeared, never to be seen again. This was taken from Ambrosia in Shirdi, written by Ramalinga Swami. And lastly, about the lucky dogs of Shirdi, who hear all the Artis, the Vishnu Sahasranam, Stavan Manjari, that is played on the loudspeaker in Shirdi every day. Vikram would come every evening at about 5 pm, 
meet me downstairs and read aloud the Bhavartha Shri Sai Satcharita written by Dilip Pawar Kaka. Vikram is very knowledgeable and he patiently explained the Charita to me. There was a stray dog that lived below my apartment and I called him Lali as he was brown in colour. From the very first day we started our Charita class, Lali would appear from somewhere and sit next to me. Oftentimes he would nudge me and lay his snout on my lap and attentively listen to the portion being read. As soon as we finished reading, he would scamper away. I noticed this habit of Lali and told Vikram about it. At first he was sceptical and said, Lali comes and sits next to you as he expects you to feed him. Then I told Vikram that I feed the stray dogs in the morning. Then one day Lali got sick and was running a high temperature. I gave him an antipyretic mixed in milk, but he didn't drink it. That evening, we were reading the 15th chapter of the Charita. This chapter is known as Sankat Mochan. Lali heard it and went away as usual. The next day, I learned that Lali had died. Lali had the good fortune to listen to the 15th chapter, which, when heard, removes both the physical and mental afflictions. I am sure that Lali and all the stray dogs in Shirdi will have a better rebirth. I am certain that Lali will be born in Shirdi and be utterly devoted to Baba. And this concludes the commentary on the chapter. Om Sai Ram